0: Hello everyone, I'm Rachel and you're listening to Let's Talk Avatar. This is a watch through of The Legend of Korra. Isaac and I will be discussing each episode and giving our opinions on it. Just as a reminder, this podcast does contain spoilers for The Legend of Korra. This is a teen rated podcast, so listener discretion is advised. hello everyone welcome back to let's talk avatar my name is rachel
1: my name is isaac
0: and um fun fact this is the second time we're recording this because we recorded a whole entire episode
1: really good deep thoughts in depth it
0: was like 30 minutes long and then we went to edit it and guess what there was a really annoying beeping the entire it was like a yeah the whole episode through so i deleted it whole like 30 minutes So, um, we're gonna have to re-talk about everything we've already... We will
1: try as hard as we can. I'll bring up my notes back up, and we will try to be as in-depth as before.
0: It's going to be hard, though. So, um, our quality might not sound as good right now, because we are... We figured out what was wrong with the mic. The cord has gone bad, so we have to order a new one. (laughs) But we're also going out of town next week, so, um... (laughs) Stariness. next week's, i mean the episode after this one probably will be with the same mic because we won't have been here won't have been at the house to grab the cord so anyway um yeah bear with us for the next two weeks until we get a new cord and we're trying like isaac said to bring the energy we brought the first time because it was a good episode yeah we were pissed me and isaac literally were so pissed we were like you know what we didn't even re-record the same day. We waited till the next day, which is today, obviously, to record because we needed time to, like, just not think about the fact that we spent all of that time on such a- it was such a good episode, so in-depth, and then it just was ruined.
1: Yeah. Uh, my first initial thought was, like, it's not happening. We're not recording it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. We were both like, no, we're done. We- but we also, like, the, the, the worst thing about this is the fact that this is the first episode from our break yeah so we had put so much energy and effort into it and then it just flopped
1: our faves <laughs> flopped yeah on this one
0: we were just done so um apologies in advance but we still have some things we do want to talk about with this episode
1: but this is the also uh welcome back everyone oh. if we didn't already <laughs> say that since we've yes, been gone for a while,
0: we are so glad to be back. We've already been working on so many things for the podcast that it does. It feels like we're already back,
1: but like what? we're not.
0: I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> I have.
1: Um. Okay.
0: Recording giveaways, planning other giveaways. True. It feels like we're officially back, but obviously this is your first reintroduction to us. So, um, we're glad to be back. We're so glad you're listening, and we're excited to be making content for you again. Okay. Y'all. Yeah. Sorry. So.
1: Uh, This episode is episode 1 of season 4 And it is called Balance Mm -hmm. Interesting choice of word Um, So right off the bat We see advancements in Republic City We have Korra Park Which is pretty cool I forgot about that I did too On my like We keep bringing (laughs) up our past watch throughs But we really did not pay attention Until this watch through True Um, There's a train rail system now Thanks to Kuvira and a uh, new Earth King. Or s- oh my. soon to be,
0: question mark? Yeah, he's going to get um, the coronations coming up. This mm-hmm. Earth King... Pff, this is how sad the, the, the queen was. She had no family but, like, a great nephew or something like that. Or <laughs> the nephew.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he is kind of... He, I wouldn't say he's, like, evil, but he's just kind of...
0: He's just annoying, like you just wanna punch him. He's like that and rich
1: he... kid in school that's like
0: I never have to go through anything rough in life and So I'm gonna bully you. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna make your life hell, and I'm gonna make you have to listen to everything I have to say. Yeah,
1: say <laughs> <laughs> Um, Maybe Airbenders? You have to be the bad guy, eh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
1: <laughs> Airbenders are boss this season.
0: Their outfits? The way they snap <laughs>
1: <laughs> they snap.
0: they snap. our faves
1: snapped on this episode
0: yeah for sure <laughs> 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 what did you say last time we were recording they look like flying squirrels
1: yeah um oh, what did i say they,
0: they like the gliders yeah, without having gliders
1: yeah they're really smart
0: they're really smart
1: <laughs> um kind of reminds me of like like a big fuck you does here cuz like, <laughs> like yeah we don't know how to fly but we, we c- entered
0: the void without having to exactly. kill our loved ones exactly
1: we can fly without entering the futton void
0: yeah
1: um how cool is that work around
0: so this episode i would say is just like a catching up of what's been going on for the last few years since Cora had the accident with the the accident had the like mishap sounds i guess sounds like she say. like
1: pooped her pants like she had an accident
0: pooped <laughs> 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 her pants Do you think Um, what is your obsession with poop today? Because you mentioned it before we recorded. Wait, wait,
1: hold up. Genuine question: Do you think Cora ever pooped her pants in that pool that Katara was (laughs) (laughs) helping?
0: Katara's like, oh, we got a little floater. Let's get that out real quick. She like bends it out in like a a water globe thing. Like like takes it over to me. Katara's like, I mean, Cora's like crying because she pooped in the water and I Cora's mean, like, Katara's <laughs> like, it's okay, I gotcha.
1: Katara's <laughs> like, it happens to the best of us.
0: <laughs> it happens to the best of us. She's like, I had to pretty much do this daily for myself.
1: She, After Cora gets <sighs> healed, she's like talking to Toph, like catching up. She's like, uh, yeah, you had to bend the poison out of her, I had to bend that button and hurt out of her. <laughs> You just can relate to this episode. <laughs> this is our first introduction to season four,
0: anyways. Okay, if you've never listened to our podcast and this is your first episode of like, introduction to us, yeah, good luck. Sorry.
1: Um, I would like
0: to say we're not like this all the time, but we are.
1: The, okay, so Kuvira is introduced for the first official time, not just a background
0: character. <laughs>
1: Hopefully no one on that train is pooping their pants, but, um...
0: Yeah, because there ain't any water <laughs> on there, so they're screwed.
1: Um, so there's, like, this, that train we talked about earlier. There's, like, a huge, massive train system, and, uh, our introduction to her, there's, like, this heavy drum bass that gives that, like, confident vibe, or, like, very commanding. And I feel like they nailed that with, uh, Kuvira's character.
0: yeah. She is just, like... <laughs> it's hard for me to get the same emotion
1: <laughs> I know. as yesterday. Um, <laughs> her personality, she's a lot like Korra in a sense that they're so amazingly written. Mm-hmm. They make sense.
0: Yeah, scary. It's, it's scary. Yeah, especially Kuvira's character because she's such a mental mind game, manipulative type of person.
1: But she does it in such a confident way to where it comes off as if she's not doing that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like you have the people- It's so
1: aggressive. It's so passive aggressive.
0: You know what's interesting, which I didn't talk about the first time we recorded, is you have like the two sets of people. The people who are for Kuvira and want to see her succeed. And then the people who know that she's up to something bad, like the airbenders. And obviously something went on that they haven't told us about yet. So imagine, I mean, we've already seen the season, but imagine going in, watching the season and you've never seen anything before. And you're just wondering like, what did she do so wrong? Cause the last time we see her, she's like- She's
1: helping them. Yeah,
0: she's Suyin's like right-hand woman. She, and y- you would not think she would be how she is now. You know, And it's
1: not like she's necessarily evil or like not helpful. She's just very, like you said, manipulative. Like she has an agenda. She's Machiavellianist.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's a word. She's she's going to. She has an agenda, and she's going to make it happen, regardless of how she has to do it. And remember, we were talking about like the thing with her is these all of these earth kingdom tribes and territories territories are suffering right now because bandits are taking over stealing their food their resources everything they have to survive and she's pretty much using that as leverage to get people to support her and it's like hmm if you're an actually good human being you you would would, just
1: give them that food. yeah
0: and if, if this is your kingdom like this is these are your people these are people like your neighbors your friends your family why would you not just help them out but she's like you know what i'm gonna take this as an opportunity to be the great uniter which is what they call her you know so right there
1: given a title
0: right there tells you like ooh, kuvira is the one to watch out for like there's stuff going on that we don't really know
1: yeah and anytime they mention uh the earth king around her or something she just like
0: rolls her eyes like, like it's, it's
1: nothing to her. Mm-hmm. It is not a problem for her. She already has made it up in her head that she has
0: well, think about the when,
1: authority. Because yeah, she does. Yeah. Like,
0: when Mako is walking out with the Earth King, well, soon to be Earth King, and the Kuvira supporters. He's like, those are Kuvira supporters. Oh, yeah. The fact that she has supporters and the Earth King really doesn't goes to show you how much how much influence she really has. You know?
1: Yeah. It, um. She gives me strong... Colonizer vibes.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it de- <laughs> that's what's happening. She's literally colonizing all of these areas.
1: It's she's.
0: And she doesn't want to stop at the Earth
1: Kingdom. She's not destroying these areas, but in a way, she is because she's destroying the culture. Yeah. She's making everything the same. Mm-hmm. And that's not good.
0: Yeah, she's like. And
1: with a place so vastly different from tribe territory to territory, like the Earth Kingdom has such a huge landmass. And there's so many different cultures that, like, if you unite all of them and globalize all of them
0: it's gone like there is it's, no it's culture
1: just, yeah it's just yeah. you colonized it
0: it's you know the sad thing is too is these people are so desperate for food and to live that they willing, fall willing for
1: it yeah they're willing to give up because if what the alternative is death
0: yeah like, it's like hmm like take kuvira's offer and let her rule us and have this food and the resources we need or die like try and survive on our own which They know they won't. Even the airbenders tried to help them. And the bandits, like, still get them, you know? Like, that scene when they're in the air with Lefty. Who names their bison Lefty? That's all I gotta say. I like
1: Lefty, though. Um, I like
0: Lefty, but, like, come on. Lefty deserved a better name.
1: Interesting group of characters that Kuvira keeps in her close circle. We have uh, Julie and Varric. Bolin, Kuvira, Kuvira's uh, lover, a.k.a. Opal's older brother, and a few other people. Like, a weird mix of people, but it works.
0: It works. Well, it's like, I was, remember I was telling you, like, having Varric and Julie and Bolin, like, obviously there's something later on, Will we know, but, like, later on, they will play a part in it, you know? In her downfall, essentially, because they... They know what she's really up to. And Varric, I, like I said, he's an independent guy. He has his own agenda. He has his own plans, but he'll uh, help people along the way. I get what
1: you're saying. But,
0: like, he's only there for his own reasons. You know what I mean? Like,
1: I think I don't Bolin know. might be.
0: Bolin in a is way so too. innocent in it all, though.
1: They're all kind of independent people, though. You notice that? Yeah. Around her? Mm hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's kind of smart in that way.
0: I was going to say, the thing with Kuvira is she's not necessarily, like, such an evil person in the way that we look at evil.
1: She's super complex. The mm. most complex villain, I think. Yeah. That has ever been.
0: She's very independent. Very smart. And, like, you were talking about last time, she took on the whole, all the bandits by herself. Oh,
1: yeah. Like, the first five minutes of the show. And her, like, troop comes after her. And it, or comes after her troop. One of her, like, people comes up to her and is like, you want us to take care of that? She's like, no, I got this. Mm-hmm. Goes up on top of the train and destroys the bandits.
0: With making, like, three steps. Yeah. Like, like she doesn't move from her spot hardly. Yeah,
1: and she's on top of a train, like.
0: <laughs> a moving train. No, it's not moving. Never mind. I was going to say, dang, it was <laughs> moving. That was me, like, dang, she could do it, though. Um, That's the thing with Kuvira, is it's hard to dislike her. She? Because she's such a good villain. What we're calling baddies.
1: Yeah, she baddie, a baddie, bet.
0: baddie bet. She
1: has perfected her craft. Mm-hmm. She strikes me as someone that it, that doesn't that tries a lot many things but perfects um little if that makes sense, like I don't know how to explain it.
0: Like um she corrects the little things that she needs to. Like cuz she's perfected so many things that she like fine tunes everything. Is that she what you She has mean it meaning?
1: mapped out. And as long as this is perfected, this is like it'll run smoothly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you with like just the first episode you see that from her. They do a really good job she gives introducing me her
1: major Capricorn vibes.
0: You know what's crazy is the fact that when we see her in season 3, she's like a nobody. You yeah, literally you, when I first watched when I first watched this, I didn't care about her character in season 3. I was like, I don't care who you are. Get out of here. Like, I don't care about your character. And then you don't realize till season 4 obviously that she's going to play such a huge role in the show.
1: She's kind of generic looking, but that mole actually like stood out and helped me identify who she yeah. was and remember who she was from season 3. They
0: must have done that purposely because she was such a like Background. in like yeah insignificant character that they wanted people to remember but not overtake but the way the she takes
1: control there I'm sorry but there's something so She cool. commands it. There's something so badass about that. Like yeah. I'm sorry but she's evil and all these things but it's just so cool. We've also never seen this kind of threat in Avatar. Mhm. I think the closest we've gotten was Ozai, but Ozai never left his foot and throne for some reason. Yeah,
0: he had everyone do stuff for him, which, which is...
1: Which we talked about on our first time trying to record this. <laughs> Kuvira does everything on her own. Mm-hmm. The only time she lets people do things for her is because she knows she can't get to that or she's bitten off more than she can chew.
0: It's She's very calculated in, this, in the decisions she makes. She
1: knows she will get it done better, so she does it. Mm-hmm. Crazy,
0: Yeah.
1: Um, also, the dynamic between Opal and Bolin. We talked about this again on our first recording, whatever. Um, Opal shows up at some point. Mm-hmm. I keep tapping the table. Did you hear that? i um, sorry. <clears throat> Opal shows up at some point with... Uh, Kai. Kai to, like, meet up with Bolin, Kavir, and all of them. And she's wondering, like what the heck are you doing here with Kuvira? Like, are you not aware that she's, like, doing these things? Because at this point, I think Bolin's status, like, what is his role in her cabinet?
0: I have no idea. That's a good question. The thing you have to realize, though, is Opal's kind of attacking Bolin for making this decision, when in reality, Bolin's such a naive person. Like, he really has such good intentions with this because even when you're watching him serve people the food and help them, he has a smile on his face. He's in his element, you know? He's not, there's no ill intentions for what he's doing.
1: Uh, but I don't think he's naive enough to not know what's going on.
0: Yeah, which part of me is. Obviously, I think he why knows, he's there.
1: I, I think he, he... wants to
0: keep an eye on her. I
1: think Maybe he, he's the
0: smartest of them all.
1: I think maybe he went into it with good intentions and has realized quickly what is going on. Mm-hmm. But I think he stays because he knows it will be a benefit to him in the future.
0: Yeah. I agree.
1: Which... It ends up being...
0: You know, I'm really looking forward to this season because I really don't remember a lot. Every time we watch an episode, it's kind of like season three. It's kind of like we're
1: watching it for the first time.
0: Yeah, so it's really... I remember, of course, like the big things that happen, but there's little things that affect the big things that I forget about. So it's really cool to rewatch this and to kind of get a fresh view on it, especially because my views have changed drastically, I would say, from when I first watched it. Like, I feel like I am a completely different person from when I was, who I was back then. You know what I mean? So I have a different, like, perception and view of things now watching it again.
1: Yeah, I just can't, like, stop thinking about <clears throat> Kuvir's personality and how toxic, but, like, everyone bends the knee to her.
0: Yeah. Even the people who really don't Because there's no want to. point
1: in going against her at this point.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah um
1: and the real the real people suffering on this one are the innocent people yeah which that's is the, sad
0: that's the sad part is you're like wow like i said these people are so desperate they don't even care they don't care what's happening they're just like we want to live and think about like the parents that have families and children you know of course you're going to do anything to support your family even if it means giving up your culture, giving up your land, you know? Well,
1: it's like the last... It just
0: sucks that, like, that's what it has to come to. Like, there's no other alternative.
1: The last thing that happens in this episode is Kuvira shows up to that town, Yai, or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. and the leader of the place and all the people in her are like, no, we're not, we're not letting you colonize us type thing. She's like, fine, then let the bandits destroy you. So then... Um, Was that where uh, Kai and Opal, was that why they were getting the supplies for that town?
0: Yeah, so that they wouldn't have to go with Kuvira.
1: So they're, they almost have the, they have the supplies. They're almost to that place and then they just get stolen again by the bandits. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's like a, you already get this vibe that like, you can't stop Kuvira. Mm -hmm. It is going to take something. The
0: guy even tells Kai, he said, it's, it's almost like we never had a choice because yeah. Kai's like, I'm. I think you're making the right choice by going with her, and he's like, "Did we ever have one?"
1: Yeah, and it's like,
0: dang. you know, and I think I just realized this. The thing that they do well in this is, y- you know, that there's something wrong with Kuvira. You know, there's something just doesn't sit well with you when you watch it, but. When they show up and she brings out like those robots and all the baskets of food, you see everyone celebrating and they're letting the kids play with the robots and everyone's happy. And so you feel happy in that moment. If you hadn't watched it, I would feel like, oh, maybe she's not so bad. Like maybe she's not the evil person. Maybe like she actually is a good person. But that's the thing is they want you to think that. They want you to think that she is a really good person and that maybe everyone else is just wrong about her. You know,
1: I don't think I ever thought that because before that, like, yeah, they're having a good time, but it just comes off as very manipulative because it is and very toxic. It's like, yeah, but you can have this happiness and success, but only if you do what I say. Yeah. Only if you are under my control. I have the power now. Mm -hmm. Strip the power completely from you. And I'll give you this in return. But it's very I'm saying this from a
0: lens of, like, you've never seen the show before. Because I wouldn't have known oh, that she's very, yeah. like, manipulative unless I watched the show. You know? So, to me, I...
1: <laughs> Our order's are. <laughs> we just here, got guys.
0: DoorDash, so it's almost here. That's why we're getting a little excited. <laughs> um, But you know what I mean? If I had never... If I had not watched this yet and I had seen this character, I would be like, oh, maybe she's not that bad. Like, maybe they're overreacting. You find out later, of course, they're not. But if you're watching this from a new lens, I guess you could say, "You, I, I guess that's how I would view it. But, I mean, I don't really remember. I wish we were watching this for the first time and documenting, like, our thing so we could go back. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and then, and then like, compare it to this watch.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: I just love the beginning of this season because... We're we're not in a new area, it's the Earth Kingdom. I would argue to say, in the Avatar universe, we see the most of the Earth Kingdom. Yeah. Like, the place we're in the most is the Earth Kingdom.
0: There's so much of it, and so much happens. But that's why it's not
1: boring, at least for me personally, is because there is so much to explore in the Earth Kingdom, there's so much land, and that is what makes it even crazier, knowing that information, and knowing how much Kubira has already Mm -hmm. gathered in, like, united behind her is just and then you go into Cora's storyline and it's like Cora you have a lot coming for you when you make it back like literally
0: <laughs> like you've been gone for a few years you and... better
1: prepare
0: yeah things are changing things are happening you know
1: but that's where people like Bolin in his position will benefit in the future for the rest of the team
0: yeah because sure. he has
1: the inside info
0: yeah I agree
1: Dang, I'm loving where all the characters (laughs) are. Okay, no, not loving where Mako's at.
0: Okay, we talked about this yesterday. Mako's that character where, to me, Season 3 Mako was honestly the best. But anything before that is like... I mean before or after. Mako's just not a character. His personality trait is literally a pessimistic negative person.
1: Yeah. You know? And like so you y- said, you don't want that around you.
0: Yeah, like if you're trying to be a positive person or more even just a realistic person, you don't want someone constantly being like, Oh, this is so bad. We're in such a <laughs> bad situation, or oh, I hate my life, you know? Like you just I'm kinda be like,
1: glad he's forced to go with the Earth King
0: karma, that's all I gotta say. Yeah, karma. What comes around goes around.
1: I'm sorry, but like when you have people like Asami and Boleyn that actively try to do better and Asami's making big plays mm-hmm. while korra is gone with Republic City. Yeah. That's hard to do and her and her dad is like locked up Asami still. Asami
0: is honestly such a good character. Asami is such, She's an, such an entrepreneur, an like, like independent strong woman without having any bending. Like yeah. we talked about. She's such and a And great- seemingly
1: doing it by herself.
0: Yeah. With her, her mom's dead, her dad literally turned against her, is in prison, and she had to watch her boyfriend fut the avatar. She has to much... deal
1: with the freaking mayor. The mayor is so the mayor oblivious Ugh. to everything. He's just a puppet.
0: Yeah, he really is. Like, he is
1: the definition of a politician.
0: Yeah, for sure. Definitely, 100%.
1: And Asami's just like, oh,
0: fuck. Like, like I, I, feel I like guess she... I have to play these political games just to get, like. I feel like
1: she runs that down.
0: I know. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm... I
1: want a backstory to Asami. I need an in-between s- storyline of what Asami does, yeah. like, day-to-day. I'm so excited we don't see enough.
0: for season four. Honestly, you know what's crazy is I was dreading re-recording this because not dreading it, but we'd already said so much, but it's reigniting my Yeah, life. there's
1: so much more you can talk about, too, that we didn't get into.
0: Yeah, but we can always cover it or come back to it on different episodes, too. Plus, we are going to do a recap of every... um season at the end of this so oh i'm so excited anyways Plus our food's here so we gotta go yeah
1: you're um <laughs> uh, my name is isaac
0: i'm rachel thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next week with another episode of
1: let's, let's talk, talk avatar. let's talk avatar yep, we got there bye, bye. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you want to connect with us outside of our podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Let's Talk Avatar. As always, thank you so much for your support.